All right, now, part two of the speech. Okay, you're gonna write part two with a colon and you're gonna write happiness. A very, very complex topic that a lot of people get wrong sometimes. All right, so eyes and ears, make sure once you're done writing that down that you're, you're looking at me and you're listening because this is important. All right, so understanding the difference between happiness versus success, all right? So basically majority of people in the world, they think that success comes first and then happiness comes second. When in reality, that's completely flipped, right? We need to focus on happiness coming first and success coming second. When we focus on our internal selves first, our external things will follow. Then instead, what most people do is they're always trying to reach for something, right? They're trying to reach for an accolade or achievement or they're trying to reach for a material possession because they think that'll make themselves more happy when in reality, we have to focus on ourselves internally first to actually get there. Okay, one of our podcasts is called Off the Court. Okay, it's got over 10,000 downloads on Apple Podcasts, but one of our favorite, we do speed round at the end where we ask fun questions, right? And one of the speed round questions that I like to, that I just started doing um, is if you could put one quote, okay, on the billboard, what would it be? And I have two that I want to talk about today because I can't decide which one I would want to put on it right now. The first one is, it won't make you happy. So that's, that's just the quote, it won't make you happy, right? So a lot of us think once we get to this moment, then we're going to be happy. Once I get a girlfriend, then I'll be happy. You get to that moment, you realize that's not what you were looking for. Once I get this pair of shoes, then I'll be happy. Once I accomplish this award, then I'll be happy, right? If you constantly think something else externally is gonna make you happy, you're gonna keep looking for more. Like it's, it's, it's a bottomless bowl. You keep reaching for things and you're not getting what you're looking for, okay? The second quote that I wanna talk about is, is called, you own nothing, all right? You own nothing, okay? And what this means, we're, we're mortal, you guys. We're not immortal. This is something that took me a while to figure out. Um, but my best story I have for this is, so there was this king in a palace, okay? And the servant of the palace came up to the king, all right? And he walks up to the king and he asks if he can spend the night in his hotel. And the king became offended, all right? Because he called his palace the hotel. And he said, you cannot sleep here. This is not a hotel. This is my palace, all right? And the servant said, who stayed in your palace before you? All right, and the king said, my father. And then he asked, who stayed in the palace before your father? And he said, his father. And then the servant goes, you have a hotel, you don't have a palace because people stay here and then they're gone, right? So basically what that means, everything you have right now in reality is gonna be gone one day. The amount of money you have is gonna be gone one day, okay? The material possessions you have is gonna be gone one day, right? Even the body you have right now, that's gonna be gone one day, okay? But what this gets you to understand is what's actually important. All right, um, so what we're gonna be doing before I start having you write things down, we do activities, is to understand a happiness baseline. So to sum up what I just said, okay, a happiness baseline, what this is, it's scientifically proven that no matter what happens outside your life externally, okay? So say last week, did anybody hear about the lottery? How was, yeah, everyone was talking about the lottery. All right, scientifically proven, even if you win the lottery, you're gonna be on a high for about two to three months. Right? But you're always gonna come back to this internal baseline of happiness because your body and your mind get used to what it actually is. All right, so what I'm gonna teach you guys today is to increase your happiness baseline internally so no matter what happens outside of it, right, you're gonna be happier, which I talked about er earlier, happiness comes first and then what comes after happiness? Success, right? So when you focus on yourselves internally in terms of happiness, success is gonna follow. Then focusing on success first, okay, happiness won't follow then. 
Does that make sense how that works? Okay. So what I want you guys to write down, okay, after, what did you write? Just write down part two happiness. Okay. What I want you to write down, okay, is the happiness baseline with a line under it. Okay, so what I'm gonna show you now are things that you can do to improve this, which are then gonna make you more successful because you focus on your happiness first. Okay, I like to call these the big four, all right? So the first thing we're gonna write under the happiness baseline for increasing our happiness is gratefulness. So write down one with a circle around it, gratefulness. All right, so can anybody tell me what gratefulness is? Beautiful, okay? Focusing on what you have, not what you don't have, okay? Every single morning I write down three things that I'm grateful for. It sets me up for my entire day because I'm not gonna be worried about things I can't control or don't have because I'm very, very thankful for things that I do have, okay? A very, very common thing that people get wrong when they're doing this is they write down things that are very, very easy um, and don't, when you do it so many times, it doesn't have much meaning to you. So they'll write down, which is good, yes, we do wanna be grateful for our house, our family, our food, water, things of that nature, but when you write it so many times, it loses its meaning. Where if we're specific about what we're grateful for, that's gonna get us into a mood where we're focused on what we have versus what we don't have. Okay, so something that I could be grateful for. For me, I haven't gotten injured in over six months, so I'm extremely grateful for a healthy body so that I can continue to work on my basketball game because I still play college basketball. Um, that's something that normally I get a lot of overtraining injuries in the past I have. So I'm super grateful now that I haven't gotten injured in six months. That's an example of something that's very, very specific and is gonna give you meaning um, in terms of making you happier for the things that you have. Does that make sense? So right now we're gonna write down three things that are specific that you are grateful for. Are there questions on that? No? Okay. And I'm gonna ask for examples, so write some good answers. My coaches. Your coaches? What about your coaches, though? Um, how helpful they are. How helpful they are? What, part, what parts are they helpful with? With my game. With your game? What parts of your game? So you see what I'm saying, you guys? You can always be more specific, but this is gonna give you deeper meaning on what you're grateful for. Having parents that push me. Having parents that push you. That's a good, that's a great description. Um, having a family. Having a family, yes. Okay, what parts of your family are you grateful for? Um, my grandparents, my parents. Okay, that's good. That's a good way to be specific, listing the specific family members. Anybody else? Ike, you want to share what you're grateful for? Uh, supporting parents. Supporting parents. Okay, what parts are they supporting of? Uh, training, rides, food, water. House. Right there. So that's what you should write, right? I just asked I what what parts of his parents is he grateful for in terms of support, and what'd you say? Uh, rides, training, food, water, house. Right. That's gonna um, give you deep meaning when you're specific about that stuff. Okay, that's a really really good answer. Any other examples you guys want to share? Uh, my friends and how whenever I'm having a day or something, they're always there. That's beautiful. All right, that's specific. Last one. My parents giving me the opportunity to do anything or play any sport I want. That's also a beautiful answer. Okay, does that make sense on what I'm trying to get at? Yes? Okay, why would I have you write those down? It increases our what? Happiness. happiness baseline, right? So that's the internal part of our happiness, which is then going to make you more successful because you're focused on your happiness first. Does that make sense? Okay, this all, this all relates to your team, or your team achieving more and your personal self achieving more. Um, 
Now, the second thing you guys are gonna write down, okay, with two around it, it's called presence. Okay, presence, not presence, presence. Actually write it. Looks like this. <laughs> I had to double check, I spelled it. All right, presence. Okay, so I'm sure you guys have heard people talk about the moment, right? Being present in the moment, correct? Often the most profound wisdom is the most simple wisdom, okay? That's why being present and in the moment is one of the most important things you can do in, in your entire life, right? Because what can you control? Yes. If I'm talking about presence and in the moment, what can I control? Reactions. Yes. Okay, I can control right now. This moment, right now, I can control, correct? Can I control what happened five minutes ago? Can I control the next five minutes that are going to happen? No. 99% of your guys' thoughts are never where you actually are. I'm serious, right? If you actually watch your thoughts one day, 99% of what you think about is never where you are. You're thinking about what you're going to eat later in the day. You're going to think, you're thinking about what you did for training earlier in the day or how you can do better at your training, right? You're constantly thinking about things that aren't where you are. Where in reality, the happiest people in the world are the most present people because they know that's all they can control. Does that make sense? Yes. So what we're going to do for this activity, this is going to be fun. Okay. So the key to becoming more present, you guys, is observing yourself. Okay. And observing the thoughts in your head. Okay, and so how we do this is we catch ourselves when we're not actually in the moment. So when we're thinking about something in the future, we catch ourselves. When we're thinking about something in the past, we catch ourselves, right? That's how you build um, the actual action of being more present. So what we're going to do right now, don't do it just yet, okay, but how you do the activity. You're going to close your eyes, okay, and coaches, you can do this too, all right? You're going to close your eyes, all right? And what I want you to do, don't do it yet, okay? What I want you to do is try and go as long as humanly possible without having a single thought. As long as you can without thinking, a thought, okay? And then I want you to observe the first thought that pops into your head, right? It could be super random and unrelated that has nothing to do with what's, with what's going on right now. But what that's doing is it's getting you to catch yourself and realizing what you're thinking. Does that make sense? Okay. So on the count of three, you guys are going to close your eyes. You go as long as you possibly can without thinking, right? But observe the first thought that pops into your head. Does that make sense? All right, ready? Three, two, one, go. All right, time. There's no possible way you all didn't have a thought in that instance. One, did anybody hear the, the sounds of the football over there? Yes? Okay, so that's a thought. Does anybody want to give an example of the first thought that popped in their head first? After he thought of subway. Subway was the first thought that popped in his head. That's good. My first thought was, "Don't think of anything." Okay, so that's good. That's a thought. That's awesome that you recognize that. That's beautiful. Anybody else want to give an example of their first thought when you tried to not think? No one else. My dad's making steak tonight. Her dad's making steak tonight. That's beautiful, right? So that's that's a future thought right there. All right, so all in all, why'd I have you do that activity? Eyes and ears, guys, look. Okay, why'd I have you do that activity? <sighs> why? To prove the point you made about that we don't think in the now enough. Yes, we don't think in the now enough, but what does observing your thoughts do? Does it put you back in the now? Yes. 
which then makes you, does that increase your happiness baseline? Yeah. Which then helps you with what? Success. Success. There you go. Happiness first, success second. All right. Now, the third thing we're going to write down, okay, to increase our happiness baseline is something called learning. I'm sure you've heard this word before. All right, learning. All right, so this is a pro tip for you guys for later on in your life. If the majority of people do or don't do something, that should be a signal for you to do the opposite, right? 48% of people, when they get out of college, never pick up another book and read. 48% of people never pick up another book and read after they leave college, right? So to me, that sent me a message like, wow, I should probably start reading. And when I was your age, I despised reading, okay? I was, I was very dyslexic when I was reading and things of that nature. It was very hard for me to read when I was growing up, but now I literally read half a book a day. I'm done with a book probably in two days now. And this gives me an advantage in separation because I know majority of people don't like, it, like to do it. But how this relates to the happiness baseline, it's a proven fact that you're a happier person when you know you're growing yourself and improving in the present moment, right? So when we're learning, we're growing ourselves, correct? Okay, so what I want you guys to do for this activity, okay? Last thing, actually, I forgot to, to mention, okay? The most important part about learning, you guys, is when you bring yourself to do it, right? That's why school's a struggle for some kids sometimes because it's being pushed upon them, right? When learning is pulled upon, meaning you pull yourself to do it, you're actually gonna get a lot more about um, whatever information you're trying to learn. So that's why for the activity we're gonna do today, I want you to write down, it's maximum of 15 minutes, write down one to 15 minute a day commitment to reading something that's unrequired. So it's not related to school, your parents didn't tell you to read it. Okay, it's something you're completely pulling yourself to do, it wasn't pushed upon you, and you're gonna make a commitment every single day to read that amount of unrequired work. It could be one minute, it could be 15 minutes, but I'm not letting go under 15, over 15 minutes because then none of you are going to do it, okay? So right now, write down, I will read unrequired work for one minute a day from now on. Or it could be three minutes or two minutes. doesn't matter to me what it is. It just can't be over 15 minutes. But I already read over 15 minutes. You do read over 15 minutes? How often do you read? By yourself when you read it? Yeah. That's beautiful. How long? A day? It depends. Usually it's like either. On average, how long? 20 to 30. 20 to 30? Okay, write down 35 minutes. So everybody got that written down? Again, how does this all relate to me talking to you today? Increases our what? Happiness baseline. Okay. Thank you. Okay, so you become more successful first. Okay. The fourth thing we're going to write down, and I know Gordon specifically wanted me to talk about this, and it relates to the speech, which is good, is I want you to write down influence. Okay, influence. <clears throat> All right. So, leaders are influential. Okay. The happiest people in the world focus on serving others. Right. That's why when I sent, I sent out an email to 2,500 people that I want to give out free speaking events. I'm, do, I'm doing this for free because I enjoy giving you guys some information and hopefully some of you take away from it and it changes your life, right? It get, brings me happiness. I'm increasing my happiness baseline by being here to serve you, right? So I'm focusing on that aspect of the big four, okay? What we're gonna do today, okay, as an activity, you're gonna write down specifically, and again, like the gratefulness answer, you're not gonna write down a one short word answer. I want you to put deep thought into it. Specifically how you can show up to practice every single day Okay, and do something to serve one of your teammates. 
okay? Because that's what leaders do. They serve their teammates, they serve others to make others around them better, okay? It can be as simple as bringing a snack to practice for one of your teammates because you know they don't eat dinner before they come here. Um, bringing extra pair of deodorant for someone you know that doesn't smell the greatest after practice or something, right? So something super, it doesn't have to be big, it doesn't have to be small. Write down something specific that you can do every single day for one of your teammates. It can be a specific teammate. It doesn't matter who it is, right, where you can serve them, okay? Because if you focus on serving others, okay, it's going to make yourself feel better, increase your happiness baseline, therefore bring you more success. Are there questions on that? No? I'm going to ask for examples, so write down something good. Be creative. Think of something... Funny, maybe. Good. All right. Shoot me some examples. Helping people put on their gear. That's really, really good. Okay, helping people put on their gear. Any others? People who are, like, having a hard time or having like a little bit of a struggle to like cheer them on. Talk to them, cheer them up, be there for them. That's good. Really, really good. Any others? Blake, what'd you write? Uh, catching for a quarterback after practice. Beautiful. Catching for a quarterback after practice. That's awesome. And Bringing extra practice You're good. Uh, what'd you say? Bringing an extra practice jersey in case someone forgets. I love that one. That one took deep thought. That was good. Help push teammates who have wants to get better. Okay. How are you going to do that, though? By helping encourage them. Helping encourage them. Okay. So that's why I'm trying. Working with them. Yep. Good. So working with them. Like Blake said, right, catching for his quarterback outside practice. That's a good example of pushing them. Does that make sense, you guys? Okay. So all in all, what are, what are those th four things relate, fo uh, relate to football? Ike. Uh, your success, or your happiness bar, which leads to success. Yeah, is your happiness bar related to external things? No. No, it's related to internally inside of you. Does that make sense? How that works? Are there questions about that? No? 